have a lot in common, some really similar experiences, and some wildly different ones. We met because of beer. We bonded over comedy. But maybe the thing we love most is bread. And each other. Mmm, do we though? Whatever, you know you love me. How about you just pass the bread? I'm ready when you are. <laughs> I've been ready. I've just been like are you born looking ready for this? at this trimble. Absolutely. But I've just been <laughs> smelling this stromboli since the second I actually exited my car. Like as I was walking up to your front door, I was like, I can smell like I can That's smell That's really it. impressive. That's powerful. That feels powerful to me. <laughs> yeah. You're just sending out delicious vibes across the street. Wow. I love it. It is the hottest day of 2021 so far, <laughs> and my oven was at 400. <laughs> For like an hour? About, yeah. a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> toasty, but, you know, just holding in all those good, good scents. Yeah. Um, all right. So you made stromboli. I you made two types of stromboli i attempted stromboli for the first time in my I, life all right i'm gonna like take my first bite but before i take okay. my first bite like you say attempted stromboli and i think it's gonna be like out of the park i'm i'm putting that out there into Thank the you world for, um fucking all right. up all future expectations oh my god uh <laughs> all right so talk to me about this tell me what's in them i mean we were you were pitching me ideas and you gave me a handful and i was like i know i love to order stromboli but um, I think the only place I've ever got stromboli is like in a mall food court at one of those pizza kind of places. Oh. Or like at like a pizza by the slice place that also has them on their counter. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not something I've ever ordered in like a sit down restaurant. And it's definitely not something that was ever made in my house. Update, this is delicious. Great. I'm very great, into great, it. Great. <laughs> Which one did you eat first? Um, okay, so I tried the what I think is salami, pepperoni, cheese, and like, did you do a tomato sauce or just like chunks mm. of tomato? What's on there? No, so I should have probably looked at the meat a little closer. It's versions of salami and pepperoni kind of, but it's called something else. It's thin Italian meats, you know. I prefer them thicker, but it's thin Italian meats. <laughs> and provolone in this one uh -huh. and and then there's just a little bit i did like a, a a a very a hint of like a bruschetta mix with like uh some diced tomatoes olive oil oregano that's really good um so it's not like super red saucy yeah and i actually put the I put the tomatoes as the last layer not like a base layer and then the base layer of both of them is actually uh melted butter and garlic spread before i started layering all the things yeah girl no this is really good because <laughs> it's not like um because uh opposite to you like i grew up my mom <laughs> made stromboli a lot okay um but sometimes she would have uh like hers would kind of depending on what topping she was using it could get pretty soggy and when they mm. get soggy they get very gross okay um and like that, the fact that you have like basically kind of like fresh tomatoes yeah. in there with all those things and like it is not soggy. Everything is holding together very nicely. You got that 
perfect spiral and the bread <laughs> is cooked the whole way through which like the fact that this is like the first time that you're making stromboli <laughs> and you did that is just a testament to you like knowing your shit and being good at what you do Whoa. and it's so delicious okay there, we have it. to give some credit to you because you when you showed up they were still in the oven yes and i was like they're falling apart they're exploding i don't know what happened <laughs> and and you know the instructions said to wait till it it was hot up to a up to 200 degrees all the way through mm-hmm. and they were not the first time i poked it in the temperature went down <laughs> they were still cold in the middle um so that's a testament to you making me leave them in longer <laughs> yes but the Fair. dough process was you know again a pretty simple like pizza dough it's flour yeast um sugar warm water is that it is that salt i don't know yes basic a basic dough and then just I needed it in the mixer and then let it rise for an hour and then shaped it and it's very simple. Yeah. Was it like a? <laughs> I haven't hmm. eaten it yet. Okay, like take a bite while I talk. I can talk and ask about this question. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start with the veggie one. Nice. What's in the veggie one? So the veggie, it's, it's. Here's what we did with this one. I pre-cooked. I diced green bell pepper, onion, and garlic, and sauteed that and cooked it first, and then layered fresh fresh mozzarella, spinach, Mm -hmm. the pre-cooked veggies, provolone, and then topped it with that tomato bruschetta mix again. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) So um, when I – because, like, I always – when I took, when I smelled the veggie one, mm-hmm. like when I grabbed a slice for um, my plate, I was like, oh, this smells, like, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> wow. Way to go. But no, like I smelled it and I was like, this smells exactly like my mom's chicken spinach lasagna. Oh. And she does that with onion, green bell pepper and mm-hmm. spinach, like sautés mm-hmm. that and then has like, mozzarella and chicken with like the lasagna noodles so it's like a white lasagna essentially okay. and that is one of my favorite things that she makes and like it has that exact same smell because you got like mm. did the same thing so i'm really excited to see yeah and i didn't saute the spinach the spinach actually put in fresh yeah so the spinach cooked within wilt. it right because i didn't want to get to get so soggy because spinach also gets really wet if you like really cook it down um this doesn't feel too wet i don't i haven't tried the meat one but I'm not gonna lie, the vegetable one is really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm the bread, the it. bread, the crust is good, right? I told you, it's yes. like crusty it's and very delicious. good. <laughs> <laughs> I all day, all day, I was like, I don't have high hopes for this. Like, and then it exploded in the oven. Like the the veggie one did come like unrolled. And I was like, well, this is a fail. We get to talk about how much they yep. suck. She was texting me like when I was like, hey, like I'm on my way over. And like even before that, I'd been like, I'm going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? She was like, I don't have high hope for these. They're like, it's not going to be great. And I was like, okay, like it's cheese and bread. If As long as we cook it, it's going to be good. So, mm, no, mm. this is this is really good. And it actually is kind of funny because truly the veggie one did explode. It, it was did. like the cheese was lava. Yep. Um, which is appropriate because um, 
when I was looking at like the history of Stromboli, where does this come from? Like all mm-hmm. of that. So it is 100% an American Italian dish. Okay. Um, it was created in like 1950 in South Philly um, in a like Italian immigrant neighborhood by this guy named, uh, I think his last name is like Romano. And he had started out by like selling these, they called it like a Philly tomato pie. Okay. And it was essentially these like square like pizzas with like a marinara sauce, like a to- like a cooked tomato sauce, and that was it, like no cheese, just like the bread and the sauce, and had modest success doing that. Then relocated to a neighborhood a little bit more outside of the suburbs, and opened like a pizzeria. And in the suburbs, like people in the fifties, forties, and fifties, like hadn't had pizza. Like oh, it what is. W- I know. Thought. Right? Yeah. (laughs) And so pizza was like slowly spreading. He like brought it to the neighborhood. People like really loved it. And he created this like kind of like handheld sandwich. Yeah. Look at that cheese. (laughs) Guys, it's cheesy. And we're here for it. Two types of cheese. Look at those veggies. Look at that bread. We're into it. Um, So he like kind of created this handheld sandwich a little bit and like cut it up and all this stuff, but he didn't have a name for it. And he was like, apparently like legend goes like he was sitting, you know, like at the bar one day serving like a, uh, I think his brother-in-law and was kind of like, what should we call this sandwich? And um, that year there had been this movie that came out that was star that starred um, Ingrid Bergman and was directed by Roberto uh, Rossellini, who's an Italian director. So Italian. And the title of the movie was Stromboli, which is named after an island off the coast of Sicily that has a volcano that is Mount Stromboli. And it is one of the most active volcanoes and it is like known as like what was it like the light of the mediterranean because like it flares at the top like so much and people can see it off the coast and the movie was creating this like huge buzz in america because ingrid birdman had had an affair with the director and like left her husband and young daughter and um had the love child like with this director and American audiences were just like so scandalized by that happening. And there was like so much buzz around the movie being like, oh my gosh, she like left her family. And it was just creating this like consistent scandal. And so they were like, all right, let's call this Stromboli. And there's also like a joke where it was like, yeah, sometimes it explodes and like the cheese goes everywhere. So it's like a volcano, like that type Damn, of thing. I nailed it. You did nail I it. nailed it. You nailed the <laughs> essence of the dish. Like you're killing it. That's a fun story. <laughs> right? And I also like, I like that American Italian tie where they're like, the like cinemas involved. It's like mm-hmm. a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's also just wild to think about like, like pizza wasn't common. Like there that's, wasn't a Domino's on every that, corner. Yeah, I think that's the more shocking take is like, oh yeah, pizza is so commonplace now, but that had to spread just like any other food trend. What did what did they do when they had sleepovers? What did they eat? I have questions. Yeah, what? How, <laughs> how did teenagers even get by? How did a mom provide for like 10 <laughs> young girls? Like. What did a Friday night look like? <laughs> what did you eat when you were drunk? 
I have questions. What did you eat when you were drunk? Bread, probably. Yeah, but like, what was the like, if you're out, like you're bar hopping, what are you grabbing? I feel like diners were, diners were a thing in that era, right? Okay. So then maybe some like, Fries. Burgers. Yeah. I don't know. Man. What a tragedy. Because there's not very many things that can top like Mm-mm. a slice of pizza to absorb all the things and mistakes you've made. No, I mean, <laughs> I remember a night or two where you're like, you and I were out at the pizza window at five yeah. points grabbing That's, slices. There's, <sighs> It's hard to top a pizza window. There was like great pizza windows in Denver that were, I mean, being in your early 20s in a walkable city like Denver meant there was a lot of like, we're drunk and also pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's that's a fun, hmm, into it. Thanks Italians. Yeah, like well, and Italian immigrants. Italian Americans, and also, so this was another like thing that I was kind of looking at where it was like, what's the difference between Stromboli and a calzone? Mm. Because these things are... I looked that up as well. Yeah. Did you, like, what did you find out? Well, just a bit... Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want me... <laughs> you want to listen to me chew? <laughs> um, you know, because I kind of had them in the same category in my mind. Because it was just like, when you look at it, again, typically I'm ordering these places, this at a, like a pizza by the slice place. It just looks like a pocket of dough stuffed with all the things that are on a pizza. So I was like, what's the difference? And it was simply just that a calzone is folded over and pressed. And this is like rolled into a spiral. And the spiral you got on this is, as I said, perfect. Um, <laughs> but not only that, the calzone is 100% Italian, like old school Italian. Oh. And it was like a handheld sandwich that like workers could have easily easy access to during mm. the day. And so that's kind of also the differentiation that I like where I'm like, no, this is truly American Italian. Like this, you know, has been here now for like 70 years, whereas mm-hmm. the calzone is like an older got it, old school thing. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm fully on board with this trend. It, I'm. I don't know. The dough is super easy to make, and obviously the layers again, sort of like the focaccia, <laughs> is just whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Both of these things I just made up. Like I was yeah. like, I don't know. Here, let's put these vegetables in it. Yeah. Like it's just, it just was what seemed like two different options. <laughs> yeah. No, it was delicious, and that's. So, like I kind of said, like my. My mom made a lot of pizzas. She made a lot of strombolis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would like host, like, my mom is one of nine siblings. And she would host these like really big dinners at our place with like not all nine of the siblings because they didn't all live in Ohio, but like five of them and then all the cousins and my grandparents. So it'd be like a 25 person like dinner. Par- you're, you're right there. <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> swallowing too fast. <laughs> just excited to get that meat. <laughs> What's the veggie look? I don't know. It's just reminiscing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so so would she make multiple and then serve yes. them at these events or she ga- would, gatherings? Yeah, like she would make like five or six strombolis. Okay. And like serve them to people and they would all have like she would do one that was just like just meat and cheese, just meat and cheese and banana peppers, mm. all veggie. She Ooh, would banana do banana peppers, that's a she would do like a hamburger one, she would do like a taco one, she would do oh. a chicken alfredo one. What? Yeah, like my mom got like so inventive where she was just like, Oh yeah, like let's make this work. Like yeah. I, she would just like make it up. 
and so much like hers were so good and I like loved them so much that um for my was your nickname Strumble as a child? <laughs> <laughs> oh, our little Strumble, all rolled up and gooey inside. <laughs> I mean, that does sound like me as a child, but um, no. Sadly, everyone missed a appropriate nickname activity. It was very sad. <laughs> sad for me. I could have had a great nickname. Um, no, we like I. She was just, like, so good at them that um, when it came time for my high school graduation party, Mm. she made them for my graduation party. This woman made 16 homemade strombolis over a period of a couple of weeks. And what she did was she, like, froze a lot of them, like, Mm -hmm. made that, like, did the dough, put the toppings in, froze them like Mm -hmm. that. And then the day of my graduation party... She defrosted them, and the event space that we had my graduation party had, like, ovens, and so she was, like, baking them. My aunt was, like, helping her, and so, like, we had, like, four different kinds of stromboli at my graduation party, and it was, like, it was one of those things where it was, like, such a labor of love from my mom, and it was also so, like, I don't know. It was great. So when I think of Stromboli, I think of my mom and, like, her doing that for me and just, like, the weeks of preparation it took. To get that many. To get that many. Yeah. To have them all turn out, like, the day of. Like, she was a nervous wreck about it. Like, I remember, like, that day she was Mm. just, like, freaking out over all the details. And I was like, Mom, like, you know, like, it's going to be fine. Like, (laughs) it's whatever. So was she, like, a master at a tight spiral? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely was. And she also, like... And maybe this is also where I kind of, like, get it from where, like, she loved to, like, freeze it, have it on hand, be able Mm -hmm. to whip it out and be like, all right, we've got dinner. We've got, you know. Well, yeah, as I was reading through, because I was looking up different ways to, I don't know, like, because some some breads and stuff you're making, you make the dough, you the rice, like, you got to get it in the oven immediately or it turns into a different kind of bread or a different texture. But today, I was, like, bouncing around to a bunch of different things. And I knew I wasn't going to have time to make it after, like, my middle-of-the-day event. And so I made the dough this morning, Mm -hmm. let it do its rise, filled it, rolled it, and then refrigerated it. And what I read is, like, you could refrigerate it stuffed up to eight hours. Nice. Okay. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. That buys me time, so I'm not, like, trying to do it all in the last three hours of the day or whatever. But there was also, like... You could make the dough and freeze it and come mm-hmm. back and shape it later and fill it. Or I didn't read anything about them being fully stuffed and frozen, mm-hmm. but I don't see why not. Yeah. Hmm. It's just easy to do. Also, I finally took a bite of that veggie and like it tastes so much like my mom's lasagna. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Without the chicken. Yes. It is so good. Like, It's so delicious. I think that's my preference. I like the meat one fine, but the meat one tastes like what you'd expect yeah it yeah. tastes like a meat stuff but this combo <laughs> this veggie Haley, is, so is so good <laughs> this um, is so good I'm into it. I'm into it. i hate that it's almost all gone <laughs> this is exactly like when i was like looking up the like history of stuff and like reading about it it was making me so hungry for the stromboli is this nailing it for this you this is hitting <laughs> the spot this is like even better than anticipated Great. this is so good this is so rewarding for me <laughs> Because I truly thought today was a bust. I was like, well, you know, it'll just be our first episode about how we chronically failed at the thing we're trying to do. 
Mm, do you remember my muffin episode? I do remember your I muffins. I wasn't like going to bring one. it up. Yeah. <laughs> I will own my failings and learn from them, Kaylee. <laughs> well, as long as you're saying it. <laughs> no, I don't think they were a fail. It was just not the right. They just weren't right. They it weren't wrong, but they weren't right. I, I mean, <laughs> I fully blame the recipe because, like, Obviously, I know how to make a good muffin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it's not like you forgot the flour or something. No, it wasn't. It wasn't user error. It was all right. Don't don't make this recipe again. Yeah. No. Um. I will say I am pleasantly surprised. We'll post the photos of the volcanic explosion <laughs> so appropriate you didn't even know <laughs> i didn't even know i was just like killing it <laughs> but it was this thing too where it, like the the thickness of the rolling was so important too i mean i imagine i don't know if these are rolled too thick or too thin i don't know because i don't know what it's supposed to be like but it was also kind of complicated to get it even all the way through yeah like i kept getting like thin spots and then like sort of restarting and it was it was a whole thing well (laughs) no like that's when i say like for this being the first time that you've made it like you nailed it because sometimes like when my mom was like trying a new like filling mixture or like whatever Mm -hmm. sometimes the dough inside would be raw oh yeah and so like it can be really tricky when you're getting that spiral but like you like this this is great i mean it's cooked fully through fully cooked and it's but it's soft inside Mm -hmm. with that nice crunch on the outside and then i just i did like an egg wash on the outside in part to try to hold it together i think is probably what that's probably primarily for but what i did is i used the same brush that i had used for the garlic butter Mm -hmm. to put on the inside did you put a little salt and then i just put a little bit of salt on top okay I mean, the meat one probably didn't need it because the meats have all that salt in them. But hmm, I think the bread tastes pretty good. Yeah, that bread is good. Didn't like, you get an end cap? So I got you got an, a real bready one. I got an end of the veggie, and mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. And like that's why I was like, oh, I'm getting some salt on like mm-hmm. the top of that, which is really great. But the the actual bread and dough itself is really good. Great. I'm <laughs> just. I'm so happy. Nailed it. Well, that's our show. Uh, <laughs> um, is this something that you would make again? Like, yeah, keep but on um, hand? I'm going to wait till it's January and 32 <laughs> degrees outside. All right, fair. Thanks my for house, taking one for the team on this day. My house got so hot. Um, but yeah, especially, I think I would leave more veggie. Like when you said like, the banana peppers or whatever i love like a pepperoncini like i love that flavor too so now my mind is sort of like ooh, what other like things could i put in here but One then time. chicken alfredo and hamburger and top like what like those are just all the things yeah like she like truly she would just get really creative with it and be like well i like all of these things let's put it in a bread form like right. that's delicious so like well, like chicken alfredo you're mm-hmm. gonna eat it with a breadstick anyway yeah so you might as well So just make it handheld that was the thing about this dough too because they were like so you make you make one batch and then you cut it in half for two like the dough proportions were for two they were like if you don't want to make two use the second half and make breadsticks mm. so i imagine these would have cooked up if they were like thicker and you know shaped into a breadstick the bread feels like about what you want a breadstick to be like too well i just got like a really big bite of bread that was like in the center and it did mm. have that like olive garden breadstick like oh. feel so when you're here your family <laughs> 
a wide family, <laughs> but we're family. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was like from a dough consistency. Well, one time she also did one that was like, I don't think it was fresh mozzarella because that can have a, like a lot of water to it and you don't, mm. she would stay away from that. But she did like a, um, like a caprese like mm. version where it was like tomato and basil yep. and like a little bit of olive oil with garlic on it like that where it was just like she just tried different combinations and was like yeah. let's see if this will work see like the chicken alfredo would almost scare me because that's so saucy you're like how damp is this gonna be inside? well it's like it it did have a little bit of like sauce in it but then she would also serve extra sauce to like dip it in more if you wanted to oh, so she wouldn't load it up with all the yeah sauce. it wasn't like dripping in sauce yeah. but it was okay. like enough to like get those flavors get a little bit of the consistency um like one time she made like a breakfast one Ooh, it had like a breakfast with like a sausage yeah like and that mm. i loved that it was really good it's also that's that's where it starts to feel more midwestern right where it's like yes all the ingredients in one convenient pile just for your accessibility yep because we want to eat we want to eat it easy well i don't hate this <laughs> Yeah, I'd make it again. Not in the summer, but I would I would be into trying other combinations. Yeah. Yeah. How often do, do you ever make it? I've never made it. Okay, well, here's the thing. Because <laughs> we were like, well, who's going to make it? Do you want to make it? I don't know. Do you want to make it? Oh, I've never made it. She's like, well, I've never done it unsupervised. <laughs> <laughs> this perfectionist bitch can't do anything without proper guidance and making sure she does it accurately. Meanwhile, I'm like, no she idea what is even supposed into to perfection. look like. Well, perfection <laughs> is a stretch, but you know, you just gotta like take chances on yourself, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I got a similar pep talk like this yesterday, so yes. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, aware. I'm experiencing a theme. <laughs> yeah, multiple people have called this out in me. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So part of it is like I want to do it right. Also with cooking, like I just like. I'm trying to feed myself. I want it to be tasting delicious. If I've put effort into it and it flops, I am fucking pissed. Like, mm, I get... I don't feel... I don't know what anger is, so... <laughs> yeah. No, I know. You have no rage. Um. <laughs> I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, even the toppings just falling out of... Like, the onion mix, yes. whatever it is. I could probably just eat that. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But also, part of the, like, whole thing, like... My mom, my mom is definitely not a perfectionist. Like that is that is not her thing. But when it comes to the kitchen, like she wouldn't. She does master it. Yes, and she wouldn't let me do things in the kitchen. Like she would be mm. like, "No, you watch me do this." And I'm like, "That's not how I learn. I learn by doing it." And so like, there are a lot of things. Like that's why. Like I went home at Christmas and I was like, "Mom, teach me how to make sa- how to make sausage gravy. Teach me how to make mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls." Because mm-hmm. like now that I'm an adult. She'll, like, let me do things or, like, I'll kind of be more like, hey, you're not, like, you're taking over, back off. Um, But I think I, and this was kind of, like, what I was talking about with the cinnamon rolls when I made them for this episode or this show was they turned out, like. We have a show now, not a podcast, (laughs) by the way. We are making it. No, I called it a show earlier. Podcast, like, interchangeable? Yeah. No, I called it a show earlier. Um, She, like. I don't know, like, I want to learn those things. Mm -hmm. And I also realized, like, yeast, like, dough stuff intimidated me because there's so many ways it can go wrong. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've Mm -hmm. known from, like, her mess-ups where I'm just like, oh, it can. Like, they're just, like, different things. So 
That's where I just have to step up and like do it and it'll be fine. Okay. Can we circle back to why you were also being told this yesterday? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else are you not challenging and believing in yourself <laughs> enough on? Oh, keep chewing. We're both chewing right now. This is a chew break. <laughs> Brought to you by our sponsor. The food we Spanx. made. <laughs> <laughs> that should be Spanx tagline. Spanx. The food we make. <laughs> um, well... I went out to lunch with um, a coworker, or like, she's not my director. Like, she works for the same company in a different mm-hmm. division. Mm-hmm. And we were just like talking about work a lot. And she was just kind of like, "Girl, you have to own the knowledge and expertise that you bring to the table." Like, Truly. you. She was like, "I know you know what you're talking about when it comes to work." And she was like, "I've seen you like." step away or kind of say like oh no like I don't know as much as I should or like I don't I shouldn't be talking about this or like whatever mm-hmm. and she was like you know your shit like I'm tired of seeing you like back away like you need to kind of step up and it was kind of like that reminder of like there have been a lot of ways in this past year where I've been I have had no choice but to step up and do things that intimidate yeah. me but I think that's been really good for you yeah it's gone well yeah it's made me better at my job and like it is that kind of reminder of like being forcibly pushed outside of my comfort zone and kind of having to tackle these things that I've been like, oh no, I'm not as good as you know like my boss. Like, no, but know. that comes back to what you just said earlier is like you learn by doing. So fucking, you're doing it, and then you're learning it, and you're doing it well, and people are taking note. Damn it. Why you got to be so hard on yourself? <laughs> no, no, keep chewing. It's fine. It looks cute for God. me. I'm really into it. Super into it. Is it just everything you want in a podcast partner? Just it, constant I mean, I'm doing mouth. the same thing. We're both like, that's sort of the underlying theme of this is like, we talk about these like basic level topics. Also, we bump the microphone and chew a lot. <laughs> We're just like over here living our, I don't know if it's our best life, but it's our most honest. <laughs> this is, this is very true. Um, fuck. I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? I don't know. Oh no. I just remember. I came back. Hey. Hey. Um, I like, even as she was like sitting there and like saying those things, like those very nice, very kind, very encouraging things. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there and mentally I was just kind of like. Okay, well, that's really easy for her to say because she's, like, not directly working in my division, so she doesn't know the day-to-day, so, like, she actually doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what I do. Oh, like, Jesus. I know. And I, like, had to sit there and be like, okay, why can't you accept this? Like, why can't you, like, say yes to this and be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I do know what I'm talking about. I am good at this. Yes, I do still have a lot to learn, but I also know quite a bit and go from there but like i think that's i mean you and i've talked about this before with like compliments or like yeah people speaking those encouraging things where it's like there's that voice in your head that's just like oh yeah but they don't like really know like, they don't really know you they don't really know what they do yeah. like so don't don't believe that that's that's mm-hmm. not gonna be good no i think we're both really bad about like we are it's hard to believe that people actually think we're qualified (laughs) or are doing well or whatever i mean i had an experience like that last night i was out with a friend and then we ran into a comedian here in town Corey knox who's like one of my favorite humans yeah and 
he, he's had to sit through road trips where I'm like <laughs> <laughs> talking about all the horrible shitty things in my life. And we have a, a few common things that we've bonded over as we've gotten to know each other. But he was introducing me to one of his friends who I've seen many times at shows, but had never actually like formally met or whatever. And the way he introduced me was to me so humiliating. <laughs> it was like highly embarrassing. But he, you know, he was saying these things like, she's done more for our comedy scene in the last two years. And like all this stuff that I was like, this is just all false information. All of this really, really true stuff? <laughs> no, it was all like, you're exaggerating. You're full of oh, shit. <laughs> should, we, should we talk about what happened this past Tuesday night, Kaylee? What happened on Tuesday night? Oh, I don't know. You like hosted a show at <laughs> oh, Crazy Gnome shit. Brewery. And you saw that. Eliza Schlesinger just happened to be in town, just happened to be in Nashville (laughs) on a random Tuesday night and was like posting about being in another comedy venue and you like, Mm -hmm. you know, direct messaged her Mm -hmm. and you were like, hey, you want to come do five minutes at at Crazy Gnome? And she actually- No, I told her, I was like, you want to come do time? Because I was like, I will never put a cap on you. Okay. (laughs) Apologies for that very- yeah. God, I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's All right. happened. That uh, happen. So you just like slid into you know her DMs and were like, "Hey, come I was do." In them. Don't worry. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> come do you know some unidentified amount of minutes mm-hmm. at this show where people have paid to see yeah. comedy at yeah. a sold out show on a Tuesday night. Yeah. And she came, and then she paid attention <laughs> to the female comedian who was like originally supposed to close the show and mm-hmm. she like loved her and was like hey you want to open for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and multiple other shows and like you just mm, <laughs> provided this space for someone for that to happen to someone so you know laura yeah. peak's life just like changed in 10 minutes because you managed to message eliza um so is that what Corey was talking about like is that is no. that what he was saying no that's oh that's it, not no that's not what he was referring to like at all maybe a little bit i mean he did host that show but oh oh he was there like he witnessed he witnessed that all right all right all right back up hold on oh here we come with kaylee's internal voice <laughs> uh most of what you've explained is accurate. Hundred <laughs> percent minus the ten minutes. Um, yeah, she did uh, roll into the brewery, and she did get to see Laura Peak, and an A-list comedian. Yeah, she's a big deal. <laughs> she's got a few mm-hmm. specials on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She's been around. She's been in some movies. She's done some things. Let's talk about for a minute, like what three years ago. Two years ago, we went to go see her taping. Yeah, we watched her taping. Like, yeah, we watched her (laughs) Netflix special taping from, I don't know, 50 rows back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now. All right. And and now we're casual. We're cool. We hang. No, it's not like that. And I mean, to the Laura thing, yes, I invited Eliza. And yes, because of that, she got to see Laura in all her glory. But. Laura's the one that was doing the work to get her attention. Laura's absolutely killer. She's an amazing comedian. So this is all of no the way. credit goes to Laura. Oh, 90% of the credit <laughs> goes to Laura for like 
killing it for being genuinely funny for doing good writing yeah however that happened because of you having the the balls the balls (laughs) the like sharpness of mind whatever you want to call it to just kind of be like hey take a shot like why not what's the worst that could happen she doesn't reply she says no yeah so i love that yeah, she replied immediately. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, like, Cory Knox knows what he's talking about when it comes well, to you. I don't know. I don't... I, mm. I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's biased. I, I, I give him a show every month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're so alike. I don't say that often on this podcast, but oh, man. <laughs> It's been a weird ass <laughs> week. Uh-huh. It has it there a lot of things have happened this week and I can't even remember. Like well the day of the show and I briefly had a, you know, a public meltdown on Instagram, no big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was like a very weird week of like highs and lows and I don't know. And then Yesterday, I went and got to look at property, which got me... Oh, proper, property for what, Kaylee? Fuck off, you know? What is it What is it that you were looking at property for? Let's, let's say it. Let's state it. <laughs> and then it doesn't come to fruition, and then I'm just a big old loser. No. <laughs> say it. Uh, just some just some commercial investment property. <laughs> commercial investment property for what, Kaylee? God damn it. <laughs> I just don't even, I feel so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm complimenting you and talking no, about because you. because it feels, I feel like a fraud. Feels, <laughs> okay, why do you feel like a fraud right now? Because, you know, it has to happen first before it's like. <laughs> okay, but things are happening. You went and looked at property. You're talking to potential investors at some point. Like, you know who to talk to about this. Mm-hmm. Like, to a certain degree, yes, we all have imposter syndrome and we're all kind of just like figuring shit out and doing things. But, like, you have such a specific vision for this thing that you're working on <laughs> that, like, yeah, a lot of T's have to get crossed, a lot of I's have to get dotted. And I know that. But, like, I just think about where you were two years ago and where you are right now. I can't even, like, look at you right now. I know. She's hiding behind her hand. She's closing her eyes, like, you know, like, hand is up in front of the face, which is what she does. Like, I don't know. Uh, Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to take a bite of Stromboli, so you better start talking. Shit. Fuck. Um, Well, I did... I did, okay, There's, it's all kind of, okay, it's a whole thing. How many times am I going to say okay so I don't have to start talking? A um, lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reached out to my former employer who literally two years ago in June pulled me aside and was like, you're, you're, you're not, you don't work here anymore. <laughs> but his reasoning was that I think we talked about this a little bit, actually. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, I think. But, like, his reasoning was, like, clearly you've checked out. Like, you don't want to be here. This is not really... Oh, no, maybe I... Just kidding. I talked about this on a different podcast. (laughs) Kaylee, just (laughs) 
swanning around on podcasts at this point. You know, this is no. where she's at. She's just like made so many connections. She can't keep her podcast straight anymore. Not even her own. Like that's 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 where we're at in June of 2021. Two okay. hands are now up at the face. All right, then let me catch you up. Let me let me debrief everybody. Yes. So a couple years ago, literally two years ago in June, he. He pulled me aside. He's like, you don't need, don't be here. You shouldn't be here. You need to be working in comedy. And of course, at the time, I was very like resentful and like, fuck you. And like, I'm a single mom. I'm trying to raise my kid. I have bills to pay. Like, you don't get to decide when I leave and change careers. Like, it's not your choice to make. And it wasn't. It was However, not. <laughs> he is a highly intuitive, very successful person in the commercial real estate industry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it, I, I've, I won't lie. I've sort of been slow playing this relationship back with him. <laughs> like a few weeks ago, he's a huge Jim Gaffigan fan. He loves him. I mean, and he's a dad. He's so. a dad. He's in he's the gonna suburbia. Love that dad humor. He loves, you know, that's his thing. But you know, for the the entire time of my employment, we were always very close. We had very candid conversations. Like I felt very comfortable, um, you know, saying things like, "I don't know, just suck my dick." Like we were, we were, we were not you have a very informal relationship. With we your had a very boss. informal relationship. We were very, you know, I felt like friends and had sort of like he knew things about my life that was going on, and like I felt comfortable with him knowing these things. Anyways, he knew and was seeing me like obsess over comedy and not over commercial real estate so much <laughs> um and so anyways back to jim gaffigan so a few weeks ago jim gaffigan announced a tour he's doing i don't know if he's doing the right i think he's doing t-back or the ryman i don't remember but a bigger show a theater show and because we're on zany's like email lists and stuff mm -hmm. we get like pre-sale codes and so i simply saw it and this thing has already been like in my brain for the last couple months. And so I sent it to him and I was like, hey, I know you love Gaffigan. Here's a pre-sale code so you can get tickets before it actually goes on sale, whatever. And it was simple. I sent that, you know, an hour later he responded, oh my God, thank you so much. And I simply said, no problem. And I kept it very, cause we haven't had much communication in the last two years. It's been very short. He checks my LinkedIn on occasion probably just to see if i've gotten employed again or not uh but we haven't really communicated for for much and so i reached out to him this week and i explained to him what i'm trying to do <laughs> which is what kaylee jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i am attempting to open a comedy club and him being in the industry he's in, I reached out more because he's not in leasing. This would be a leasing thing. He's strictly in sales, but he knows he knows these neighborhoods. He knows every he knows every square foot of yeah, Nashville. He knows, well, and he knows the ins and outs and like he what you can do with the property and what you can't and like he knows how much zoning. Out. He knows the broker. So yeah. like when I reached out to him, I was like, hey. Like, I know leasing isn't really your thing, but I figured you'd have the best suggestion for, like, who I should reach out to in terms of finding a property. And, you know, these are kind of, like, the base level things I'm looking for. 
we corresponded back and forth like two or three times. Just he he his his initial email respond was like, oh hell yeah, <laughs> and then it was like so many questions, and then it was like a bullet pointed list of like what do you need, where do you want it, da, 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 mm-hmm. all these things. So we went back and forth a few times, and then finally he called me, and I was like so afraid to answer because <laughs> like we haven't had a conversation in yeah. a long time after being very close, and our kids were friends. It was like a weird. It was like a breakup. When I got, it was like a breakup. It was a really weird time. It was a brutal breakup (laughs) in how abrupt and out of nowhere it was. So like you were entitled to feel the way that you felt about it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I I don't have any shame about that. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so he got excited. We got to talking and he was like, he was like, well, you know, he has an existing property that we had talked about doing this in when I still worked for him. Mm -hmm. But there's some hangups with that property. But he's also in the process of purchasing a new property six minutes from my house in an area that's not yet developed, but is up and coming. It's redeveloping. It'll, anyways. Anyways. So I met with him yesterday in person, which was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but he is so informed. And he has so much information. And he posed questions and things I hadn't considered. And... You know, I have a handful of people in my life that are kind of doing those things right now. Like, what about this? What about that? What You know, and that's all been very helpful because they're coming from a place of, like, genuine, like, okay, well, these are the things I know that you need to be doing, like, logistically and whatever. So he had, like, a really honest conversation with me about, like, the cost of build-out and the timeline of the process. And it was just really weird seeing him again and how immediately we just fell back into step yeah because we did have like such a comfortable rapport in the past and it was like following him around the building it felt literally like every other property tour we've ever gone on (laughs) except it was surreal because it was like for me (laughs) (laughs) i became the customer which was really weird (laughs) but he was so he's he's so into the idea and you know, he's he, the thing is, he's like, I can't think of anything better than you putting a club in a mm-hmm. property I own. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's all I've ever wanted is something you're doing in one of my properties. And it was like, God. if that oh. actually happens, he's going to be <laughs> too much to handle. He's going to have a lot to gloat about. God. But whatever. If, if he's the reason this happens. <laughs> I have to give credit where credit's due. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like there's just like one question that I really kind of have, which is like, you know, is the Excel spreadsheet for this (laughs) as detailed as it is when you're packing? Mm. Are there as many tabs? We're not into spreadsheet zone. We are in business plan writing mode right now. Which is different. It's a word doc. Okay. All right. Uh, I would imagine the spreadsheets are coming, but like this is all still pretty preliminary conversation. So until until I've got the number in the bank that I need or a signed lease or, you know, which is all still very far away. I mean, we're looking at probably a year long process right now because yeah. there's a lot that has to happen. Um, but it's an exciting thing. Well, can, can I, <laughs> just for fun, can we just talk about the property that you also saw this week that was like 
<laughs> yeah, too yeah, yeah. funny. Oh my god, I would have died. It's it's <laughs> uh, beautifully ironic. <laughs> no, I was like looking at random listings online before I had reached out to him actually, and just kind of trying to see. Yeah, get a sense of what's out there. See what's what out there. Like. See what costs look like. You know, because I hadn't yet figured out like, do I want something that's a empty box that I completely build out? Or do I want something with some fixtures in place and already has a kitchen or already has stage or light, you know, all these different things. And there is a listing in downtown Nashville right now that's prime location. If you're trying to draw the downtown crowd, it has a stage. It has a sound booth. It has lighting. It has balcony seating. Did it have a parking lot? It has 60 spots, which oh, is which basically is unheard of downtown. in downtown Nashville. That does not happen. Also. <laughs> It is where the Lord lives. <laughs> was it a place of worship? It was a place of worship, <laughs> complete with multiple crosses on the stage and stained glass. glass. <laughs> <laughs> it really was this beautiful, like, uh, I can't think of many things that are more, that would have been a more fun way to stick it to the path <laughs> oh. than talking about pussy and things <laughs> where the pulpit used to be at the pulpit yeah that would be a grand opening i would invite my parents <laughs> to oh i uh i got a church now you should come stop by sometime uh it's a two-hour show it is ticketed it is not clean <laughs> uh yeah no that would have been really fun uh outrageously priced for what i can afford in this point in my life uh, not really my target demographic. I'm not trying to draw the downtown Broadway crowd because they're yeah. nightmares. Well, um, as much as like I love that property, like that was one of the things too where I was like, I feel like you want to be high in those... ceiling. It's like cathedral Ugh. ceiling. Like it's a beautiful building, and maybe for a music venue or something, it would be a cool turnover thing. But it just it's not right. But it was f a fun to think a thing to think about for 24 hours for so sure. Fun. Well, that's like, I think there's um, like a church in Pittsburgh that got uh, turned into a distillery or a brewery. Mm -hmm. And I kind of lo loved that yeah. because it was just like such an interesting atmosphere. There's a few churches around Nashville that have been converted into like mixed use. Isn't that the Falcon and like the Flamingo? Was, was that a church? I think that was a church. Also, East Nashville has several, which is, this is kind of an interesting thing that I had to, I faced a bit of when I was working in commercial real estate because East Nashville was easily one of the most obviously gentrified neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that went after the gentrification process started were all the churches started selling yeah. because churches are based on community. Most people in that community were black. Yep. And so there was a bunch of black churches that just started selling because they lost their congregation. They were forced out because of the pricing and all of the gentrifying. And so I would say, I don't know exact stats, but I would guess 70 or 80% of the churches there now have either been torn down if they were too old mm -hmm. or not very valuable, or if the land was more valuable than the building, or they've been converted into mixed use offices, church, bars. I think some have been converted into like apartments or condo. Like okay. they've been doing all kinds of things with churches. And I think um, I when I was looking at this one, I I remembered because I was like, oh, like you could call it so many things. Like it would be so funny. But there is a comedy club called the Church of Satire, <laughs> and that's in Pennsylvania. And it was like 
and it's a club it is a comedy mm-hmm. club so it is a, it was a venue that i could envision this happening in but this other opportunity means i get to fully make it my own yeah and he's so on board and he is for sure perfectionist status mm-hmm. and so he's not going to let any one of his properties be like half-assed either so everything will be up to code and shiny and pretty and all the things. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're a long ways out. And there has there has to be a lot of things that fall into place still. But it's cool to think about. It does. <laughs> but, like, <clears throat> there are, you know, if, this is a baking podcast. So if we're talking about something being fully baked, it's like, You've got some key ingredients that are already there in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're waiting on a few. There will be time. All of those things. But I don't know. I have yeah. I have hope. And I also just really uh, want one of my best friends to be a comedy club owner so I can just drop can by. Can just rewind really quick? Mm-hmm. One of her best friends? <laughs> Do you know how obnoxious oh, that is? Oh, my God. That she has so many best friends? This is... Let's just read. Let's okay. redirect the attention okay. away from me. All right. All right. Yeah. You want to talk about that text you sent me today where you were like, oh, this looks fun, but I'm sure you're already spoken for. I mean. <laughs> and I wasn't. And I was like, let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly because it's like a school night for you because you have to get up and work in the morning, which is also like. <laughs> <laughs> It started at 5 p.m. Well, it's 5 to 10, and if we're not still there at 10, you suck. (laughs) Man, you have such high standards and expectations for me. But here's the thing. We haven't hung out outside of our home environments in a year and a half. That's really true. I forgot that. No, you wait, hang we out to... with everyone else. Oh my god! You go get coffee. You go to lunches. You post pictures of cocktails on Instagram just to be like, "Fuck you!" I go to bars, just not with you. So the first time that I went out for a drink in the pandemic was with you to craft brewed. No, no, we, we went not to what I'm talking sh- about. Okay, that was like a patio hang. I was oh still within safety regulations. <laughs> Now we are out in the like, world. A door needs to be things. shut. You're in indoor environments, drinking things that aren't beer. It's you know it's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I walk into this house and you're like, I've been out till two a.m. every night the past like week, and I was like, oh, or is my invite? You go to bed at ten because you have a job. I do. <laughs> But last night wasn't a work night, and I didn't have to get up to run. No, this weren't morning. you doing Fast and the Furious? Yeah, but that was over See, at like nine thirty. No, I'm not going to text you at ten. I assume you're in bed or oh watching your Fast and the Furious marathon. Like, okay, <laughs> you just call out some. I just, I mean, I guess I'm uh, just going to have to own that I really enjoy a franchise occasionally. It's the most baffling thing. I know. About you. Everything else about you, your interests, your passions, everything else, it it makes sense. But not me wanting to watch Vin Diesel and Paul Walker drive really, really fast in ways that, uh, you know, take physics out of the equation. 
Mm. Well, when you talk about it in that nerdy way, like, then it kind of, like, makes sense. <laughs> but it is the most baffling thing about you. I truly, truly feel I, that way. I contain multitudes. Well, okay. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my small town Midwest heritage comes through, like, real strong. As in, like, white trash, white Oakleys. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not too. that. Those not are that. the people that like that movie. Well, I'm related to people like that. That's so. what I'm saying. That's what comes out of you. Mm. Is that homegrown love a lo- love a loud vehicle? God, <laughs> only in the movies. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day you like pull up to my house and you're just like revving an engine at the stop sign. <laughs> oh, you mean in my Subaru Crosstrek? No, no. You're you've fallen so deeply into this Fast and the Furious hole that I. Feel pretty confident. I just show up in a skyline. You're gonna have a muscle. See, I don't even know what that is. What the fuck is a skyline? You're gonna so it's sho- an import. Oh my god, who are you? What? No, I was gonna go with the broad term of muscle car, and you're like, oh no, that's American. Jesus fuck. I don't even know who you are anymore. I don't even think we're friends. Like you have you. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing i can't wrap my head around i really anyway <laughs> you were busy doing that last night that's why mm. you didn't get an invite oh, and, ouch and i will tell you <clears throat> i'm going to do these things and you don't have any response to any of them and most well, of it bleeds over it starts with comedy i'm at a mic every night of the week right that's just that is my life now and then sometimes it's like, well, none of us have jobs that start at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And so. That might be part of it. Yeah. And it's not even like we're partying or like going crazy. We're just social. Like after the Crazy Gnome show, we were just like basking in the glory of Laura's thing. Just complete and total and life change. And it was change. like, I've never hugged a woman I don't know well <laughs> so many times. And I think I was initiating some of it, which is a big breakthrough. I'm so angry right now. (laughs) It's a huge breakthrough. Because we were all like, it was like we were sober and stuff. We were just like, this is, Mm -hmm. what what just happened? What were were the last two hours? And, uh, you know, she hugged me. I hugged her a lot. Her boyfriend showed up. He's choked on it because obviously, (laughs) like, it was, you know. Yeah cause for celebration and then thursday i sort of i mean we love bastion we do and we just stumbled into a hip-hop karaoke (laughs) and it was the most i've been bumped into and sweated on and touched in the full capacity room in Probably more than the year, because that's not a that's not yeah. a thing we do. No, we don't like that scene or environment so much. But it was like the most joyful. Everyone was jumping around and destroying. It was mostly white people annihilating hip hop. That that was my question about that <laughs> night, where I was like, but then some huh? people would get up and kill it. All right, it was it was it was very fun. But it just went long because, as one does, you go to Mother's Ruin afterwards. 
oh. and you eat. No, you. Uh, no, I invited you to that. You, I, I was like, no, hey, okay, Carrie, all right, all right. Fashion, We have are a you? different definition of invite because you were just like, oh, this looks pretty great right now, and I was like, yeah, I'm already in my pajamas see, because it is a work. See, okay, see. yes, I get that, but. I mean, were you inviting me to brunch of laughs today? Then did you? Is that what happened today? Yeah, but you don't want to go to that it's local and shitty. No, I don't. But exactly. I like. See, I know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this is fun. We're we're going through some relationship uh-huh. therapy right uh-huh. now. <laughs> I sometimes you need to say, "Hey, come," or like. Oh. Do you want to come to this instead of just being like, oh, I'm doing this? Because when you say that, I'm just like, oh, it doesn't matter whether or not. Oh, when like, someone tells me they're doing something, I'm like, cool, I'll maybe show up. Okay. Well, this is a difference okay. in how we We're communicate. We're learning our communication I styles. love a question. I love a direct <laughs> question. Um, so we'll we'll keep this in mind. All right. Good. I'm well, like, glad we got that out of the way because yep. you missed out on a great night. But you just said you were in your pajamas. I absolutely was because right now work is kicking my ass so hard that like the one that you're a baller at. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. Okay. But well, live mm, a little work-life balance, burner, self-care. You know, I would, I would love to indulge in all of those green uh, chili queso at Mother's Ruin. <laughs> bitch, I'm not here for the green chili queso. I'm there for that fucking onion fresh like shit on the fries. I. <laughs> Still think about that. There, that was there too. Oh. <laughs> and great wings. I'm, mm, I'm gonna need a minute. Okay. All right. Okay. Let us pray. I'm just real sad. Yeah, take it to the Lord. That's what I'll be doing. Father God, <laughs> we gather here tonight. <laughs> we come. We come before you, <laughs> broken and humbled by our choices. Oh man, it's so funny how that immediately snaps you we, back you to know, like you already yes, know. Yep. Oh, I gotta buckle up for that because I'll be home two weeks from right now. Wait, are so. you going? Are you uh, walking into the uh, the the? What the fuck is a church called? The congregation? No, the sanctuary? Yes, sanctuary. <laughs> That's the word. I was like, why don't I know? <laughs> Lost touch. The sanctuary. Yeah. Are yeah. you going to go? Is that a requirement when you go home? Uh, just strongly encouraged it's, and guilted? It's really strongly encouraged and guilted. And like, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I know this will make them happy. So I'll go. We'll see. Sorry. I'm still getting to my meat stromboli. I'm, as you should. It's delicious. Look at all those layers. You're a better daughter than I am. I've gone back to church once with my parent since I left. One time. Yeah. I'm good on that. I, <clears throat> yeah, I guess for the most part, it feels like a painless thing for the most part that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But I don't know. Uh, we'll see how this trip goes. Yeah. Hopefully it's better than Christmas. Well, it will be. Maybe. Yeah. Pandemic's over. Sort of. I mean, it's not, yeah. but well, I don't things know. have lightened My parents are refusing to get vaccinated, so the pandemic may continue to rage for a while. Well, amongst those who have made that choice, then mm-hmm. may they rest in peace. Yeah, my dad got it and my mom's refusing now, which is bizarre Your mom? Uh, yeah. That kinda... She was fully on board and then now it's... Here's the thing. Wait, why? This yeah. is what this is what I think. 
My dad went and got it because it was the thing to do. He was eligible. His age category popped up. Okay, you're next. He went and did it. And then I think my mom continued to listen to talk radio. Where they're feeding things like the magnetism Mm -hmm. theory. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she was just like, it's not tested. I just want to see how it works for other people. Like, all these, like, un... Mm -hmm. Whatever. It just... And so I was pretty mean to her. I was like, well, because they were talking about coming out here at one point. And I was like, well, you can't come in, but dad can. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you know anything about the dynamic between me and my parents, my dad is not usually the preferred one. (laughs) Mm, No. No, he's not. (laughs) To spend too much time with. So uh, I think that hurt her feelings, but she still hasn't gotten it. So... Well, they did just postpone their trip a little bit. Or no, they're going to see you They're trying to see me when I go to Colorado. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to make her stay outside. (laughs) (laughs) Only in the fresh air. Oh, man. No, well, that's like the last couple of times that I've like FaceTimed with my parents. um, And my dad has like said this a couple of times. But like every time he's just like, you know, do not get that vaccine. Like, you know, all of these reasons. And like I did not tell them I got vaccinated because I feel like. We've argued so much mm-hmm. over the past year that I'm just like I'm like I'm tired of this. There's not another reason to start. No, no. And so like the last time he was just like, hey, he was like, I just want to say one thing. It's gonna be real quick. And I was like, all right. And he was like, do not get that vaccine. And I was mm. like, it, it was the day after I gotten my second shot. Mm. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah. He was like, they're talking about like it can cause arm paralysis you can have uterine issues like all of these things and i was like okay so they still you're not you're just not gonna tell them i'm not gonna tell them if i end up like traveling internationally this year i'm sure they'll put it together but like unless they straight up ask me did you get vaccinated i'm not i'm not going there no there's no reason no and i don't have to explain my choices to them and like I don't, like, I make my own decisions. My dad is making his decision based off of what he's read and what he thinks. I have done the same. Correct. And that's just where we're at. Yeah. So. And do it. But I I think that's that thing of just being, like, your parents. I know my dad especially sees me as a reflection of him. And so, Mm -hmm. like, you know, if I do something, it's a reflection on him and his choices and what he's done, which is a oh. fucked up way to look at your daughter. But mm-hmm. here we are. I mean, that's pretty standard. I think mm. there's a lot. I think that's where a lot of especially like conservative reactions come from is like they're worried about what their peers are saying about their parenting. Mm. And it's like instead of taking into account, like, is your child well? Did your child who just came out as gay, like, want to kill himself because of your lack of acceptance? Like, you know, like, yeah. how's your act? How's the person that actually matters in this equation doing exactly. with whatever you're not okay with? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. My parents always, like, positively, su- like, they'll sometimes positively surprise me. So we'll see how this trip goes. But either way, I'm going to be bringing home that corn mush. Oh. And we're going to be having that. God, we're going to talk episode. about this forever. Mm-hmm. Or as someone in the Midwest great. probably says, till the cows come home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, oh. man, this was delicious. This was like, I... This am, was fun. I'm happy with the outcome of this food. Yeah. 
I feel like my life is kind of crazy right now. Your work life is kind of crazy right now. Yeah, my work life is kind of crazy, and my work life is my entire life right now. So it feels like my life is crazy, which is not fun. You should do something fun like comedy, (laughs) where you only hate it like two times a week. Mm. (laughs) That's a good point. Um, But I find what you love, and then it's not a job. Turns out the biggest lie biggest lie i hate that like (laughs) oh if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life shut the fuck up no Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that is not how it works if i love my job like if i don't hate my job i enjoy it 70 percent of the time i'm good yeah well we'll check back in next week when you've put in your two-week notice oh that's that's not happening (laughs) um uh until then you can like subscribe <laughs> rate review love to see some more reviews on there have we checked we i checked, checked last week oh you did but cool i mean maybe maybe one snuck in there i doubt some it. some people have been telling me oh i'm thinking about it i gotta pray about what to write not really <laughs> but you know i'm having fun with that yeah i mean our if we're being honest our numbers haven't influxed <laughs> at all so i don't think if, it, if we have any listeners who were gonna do it they already did this is true this is <laughs> so very true all four of you <laughs> i just tried to look it up right now on itunes or whatever by googling or by searching podcast <laughs> I don't even know the name of the show anymore. But I hope you guys do. You are it's listening. Pass the to bread. Pass the bread. <laughs> or tonight, pass the stromboli because it was uh, fucking tasty. I was here for all it. All the things wrapped in bread. Oh, so and good. Cheese wrapped in bread. That's oof. really what we're here for. And I am pleasantly surprised how the veggie one turned out. So good. It really so good. It really is. But all right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been fun. We will. Oh, we do have <gasps> a new review. Oh, my gosh. It just came in Thursday. Oh, shit. Would you like me to read it? Yes. Who's it from? Our dearly beloved, Betsy Lawson. <laughs> oh, Betsy. <laughs> oh, it's a one star. Okay. Well. <laughs> Five stars. Are you all ready? Love listening to Pass the Bread. I'm not a big bread eater. Skinny bitches, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. But every week, this podcast makes me think that I can and should bake bread. I love the friendly banter and the wide variety of topics being Kaylee discuss. <laughs> Highly recommend. Meaning, we have no direction, we <laughs> ramble, and we put food in our mouths while we do it. <laughs> uh, thanks, Betsy. <laughs> thanks, that Betsy. That was delightful. We appreciate your support regardless of your lack of interest in carbs. <laughs> uh, when I see you in three weeks, we're 100% eating carbs, Betsy. Who's Betsy in Ohio? No, she's in oh, Detroit, Detroit. But I'm driving over. I guess spend yes, a weekend yes. with her, which is going to be delightful because I have not seen I her think in two years. When we first met, we attempted... To connect her and Allie. Because they were both in Detroit at the oh, same time. I think we I think thought about right. it in some capacity. We talked about it. Yeah, that's right. I think they dropped the ball, personally. I think we did our parts as they friends. They absolutely did. They could have been friends. Would they have been friends, do you think? Because they both listened to this. So now nah, you guys are missing out on a friendship you could have had. <laughs> I think so. Because, like, Betsy can get along with anyone. She's super nice. Yeah. She's super steady. Allie is super Allie easy to talk well. to. She's a delight. I mean... They're good people. You guys really fucked this up. You guys could have been friends. 
That'd be great. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go individually call our separate friends and tell them they're losers now. That's the kind of friends and, uh, we are. And they fucked up. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.